Hey, good morning, everybody. Yeah, we, we were just talking about how we have three more Sundays left in this building. Yeah, if, oh, it, it, we came here, I believe, almost 10 years ago. Yeah. Oh. And, and we thought it was only going to be temporary, maybe two, three years. <laughs> but uh, yeah, soon we will move to a new building, which is exciting too. And today we'll be finishing Ephesians as well. So we'll be doing chapter 6, 18 through the end, 24. So let me read that in English and we'll start the message. Praying at all times in the Spirit, with all prayer and supplication, to that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. And also for me, that words may be given to me in opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel, for which and I, am, I am an ambassador in chains, that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak. So that you may also know how I am and what I am doing, Tychius, the beloved brother and faithful minister in the Lord, will tell you everything. I have sent him to you for this very purpose, that you may know how we are and that he may encourage your hearts. Peace be to the brothers and love with faith from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace be with all who love our Lord Jesus Christ with love incorruptible. Amen. Let me pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for creating this world. We thank you for putting us in it to be in relationship with you. But today we want to talk about prayer. And what that means in our lives as Christians. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, recent, recently I, I've had the um, I, I've, I've had the chance to talk about uh, communication with many people. Christian, non-Christian. And even for Christians, long-time Christians, new Christians, all, all, all different, different sorts of people. One, one thing though the conversation had in common is that we can all grow in our communication skills. 
We can all improve. And what's interesting is that many, many arguments, many disagreements actually stem from a miscommunication or lack of communication. I feel many disagreements that happen in our relationships could have been better, better solved if there was more communication on both sides. Now, why do I talk about this? Because if we have not necessarily problems, but if we can be better at communicating with people, Maybe we can be better at communicating with God as well. Or maybe another question, are we, how are we communicating with God in the first place? Right? How often are we in communication with God? Right, think about the person that you communicate the most on a daily basis. Right, it could be a co-worker, a spouse, a best friend. How does God relate to that? Like, is, is, do you talk to God more or less? How much more, how much less do you talk with God than with your best friend? Right, if you believe God is, is the most essential thing to us in, as Christians, how much should we be in communication with God? And when, when I used to teach English, we used to have this acronym called TTT. And, and this stood for teacher talk time. Right. Because as, as English teachers, we're English conversation teachers, and we want the students to be talking. 
英語の先生として私たちは Right, but sometimes, right, maybe, maybe you have experienced this as well. But the English teacher ends up talking a lot. Right, and of course, maybe, you know, the,、uh, typically maybe the student is shy, and of course, we need to sort of help them talk. But sometimes what ends up happening is the English teacher ends up talking most of the time. And so we would say, TTT, how is your teacher talk time? But what I wanted us to think about in our prayer time is how is our God talking time? How much do we let God talk in our prayer times, in our communication with Him? Right? What is our GTT, our God talk time? Right? Are we taking over the conversation? Are we spending 99% talking and just allowing God to talk just a little bit? Right? Or sometimes when I get into a conversation with my wife, many times I'm trying to convince her that I'm right,、はい、that my idea is better. How many times are we trying to do that with God to convince God that my way is better to have Him agree with my way? So let's look at five ways that Paul describes in this section of ways to pray, to communicate with God. <coughs> And this is going to come from verse 18. So he says, praying at all times in the Spirit with all prayer and supplication, to that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication. For all the saints. Paul, 
どんな時にも御霊によって祈りなさいそのためには絶えず目を覚ましていてすべての生徒のために忍耐の限りを尽くしまた祈りなさいと言っています。Okay, so the first thing I want to talk about is praying at all times. Okay, so the first thing is always, always pray. Right? He, he, he talks about in many of his letters never stop, don't stop, never cease to pray. Right? In all occasions, pray. Not just in the morning, not just at night, at all times. Right? How many of us do this all day long, praying to God? Right? Or is it, is it just like, you know, once in a while when we remember Him? Right? All, all the time, as we're living through our day, just communicating with God, asking God, listening to God, what is He trying to tell us? What is He trying to do? What does He want us to do? Right, and, and, and this, of course, I, is for me too. I, I'm, it's, it's hard. It's, it's, you know, I have my own stuff to do. But Paul is saying, look, always, at all times, whatever you're doing, pray. The next thing he says is, pray in the Spirit. I pray in the Spirit. And, and for me, now, we've, we've talked about this before too, when Paul is saying, you know, be filled with the Spirit. And we were talking about, okay, what does that mean? Is it like, you know, this, this, like, this temporary excitement that we have? Um, maybe when we're praying in the Spirit, is that like praying in tongues? Is it, what, what does this mean, praying in the Spirit? But we've been looking at how the Spirit is giving unity to the church. It's giving us power, it gives us encouragement to bring unity into the church. The Spirit helps us serve one another when we don't want to do that. 
私たちがそうしたくない時でもお互いに使い合うことを助けてくださいます。Because it's God's spirit to love one another. なぜなら神様の御霊によって私たちはお互いに愛,することがで愛し合うことができるからです。So praying in the spirit, how are we doing this? How are we praying? Our prayer, are our prayers focused on loving one another? My, 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 my point is this usually, my prayers are like, okay, God, make me healthy, keep me healthy.、Um, hopefully, I can get through the day, keep my wife healthy.、Um, So, something like that. I, I, hope I, don't, I, I hope I can get along with my kids today, get along with my wife. It's, it's not usually how God teach me how, tell me how I can serve my wife today. That's usually not how my prayer goes. It's, it's not like, Lord, help me understand my kids better. It's not, it's not like that. But I think that's what praying in the Spirit means. How is God leading me in my life to serve someone better? And to ask God for that to help me. To help those in need who are hard and difficult for me to serve. Right, Lord, help me understand how to help this difficult person right now. Within the context that we've been reading Ephesians, I think that's what it means to pray in the Spirit. And then the next word is to be alert, Paul says. Right? To be watchful, to, to keep your eyes open when, when and what to pray for. Right, remember way back in Genesis 4, right, when 
Cain and Abel, they had their thing going on. And what God says to Cain is that be careful because sin is waiting at the door. Right? Waiting for its chance to, his desire is for us, and he waits for his chance to just grab us. Right, when, when Jesus was tempted in the desert, right, Satan left, but it says he waited for another opportune moment. How alert are we being to things happening around us that we should be praying for? Right, so that we, we, we can pray before we're being attacked, right? Before something bad happens, maybe we should be praying before that. Well, because usually what happens for me is that I start praying when something bad happens. Right, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, why am I in this mess right now? God, please help me. When maybe my prayer should have been, like, Lord, I, I, I feel maybe tomorrow I'm going to be a little tired. Please help me. Right, but it, to be alert means that we always have to be watching out, right? What's going on? We, we can't just be passive. Right, we have to be actively in this world, like looking out for what's going on. Right, in, in the Old Testament, they, they used to have watchmen on the towers. Right, to watch for enemies who are coming. And that's why they're called watchmen. They're watching out for people coming. Now, what happens if that watchman isn't watching? 
How much are we watching out in our own lives for things that are coming and happening? And the next one is with all perseverance, with all diligence. Right, it's like a commitment to prayer. Right, it's not just when we're feeling good and just waking up in the morning. Right, and it's kind of related to the always, but you know, it's even in the hard times, even any, you know, even in the when we forget and when we when we're doing good or bad, any any moment during the day that we're committed to praying to God. Right, not being lazy and forgetful. Right, but being always dedicated and committed to prayer. How, how, how are we doing that? Right, is our communication to God just committed on a daily basis that, okay, today I'm going to commit myself to communicating with God well? And this is also, remember, a two-way street, right? This is a two-way communication, so let's not forget that part, too. So going back to the alert, being alert also means being aware of what God is trying to tell you, too, throughout the day. Right, the more we talk to God, the more we hear God, the more we are in tune with what He's trying to tell us to do. Right, because maybe sometimes when he tells us to do something we're not sure, maybe we don't do it. But when, once we start hearing God a lot, then we understand, okay, this is what God wants me to do at this time, and we can get better at this communication. Right, 
ことによって神様が私たちにどうしてほしいのかよく理解することができます。Right? Maybe he'll, we, we can hear him say, No, stop, don't say that at this moment. And we can listen to God to stop what we want to say. 時々神様は、あ、今そのこの For your friends, always praying for people at church. Always. And, and once you start praying, right, you notice that、oh、my, it, it actually takes a long time to do this. You actually need a lot of time. And you actually may end up praying just the whole day. <laughs> But maybe that's what God wants us to be doing, just thinking about how are we serving other people just throughout the day. Right, and as we're praying for different people, maybe God will speak to us. Like, maybe praying for this just random person that maybe we, we met just two years ago or some, someone we're meeting on the street, and, and he'll tell us, hey, maybe call that person, maybe help this person out. And in that next verse, well, I want to continue with 19, but Paul says, Pray for everyone and also for me. Please pray for me too. I pray, pray for your pastor who is trying to lead this church. 
I need your prayers. <laughs> to lead with God's wisdom, to lead well. And then in this next session, 19 and 20, Paul repeats a word which is very interesting and he repeats this word boldly. What's interesting about this is that when I usually hear this word, I usually hear like I need to preach just, just to, to overwhelm the other person maybe. Not caring about the timing, just, just preach it, is how I hear it. But what Paul's situation is, is that remember he's in prison. And he's going to be facing the Roman judge. They're looking for any reason to execute him. And he's going to have to go before the judge to explain his reason why he's in jail. And he's asking the people of Ephesus and people in that region to pray for me that I can speak the gospel boldly. So I feel boldly also has the sense of sharing the gospel sometimes in a way that you don't want to. To maybe to a person that you don't really want to. And so boldly means to kind of get over your own insecurities, to share the gospel, to share love, to share God's love with someone else. And he concludes this letter by saying, look, I'm going to have this letter sent to you guys by my friend. So that he may encourage you. And 
Everything in this letter has been a form of encouragement to the people, to the Christians in Ephesus. How are we encouraging other people in our lives? What's interesting is that this word encourage in Greek is the same word as John uses to describe the Holy Spirit. Some of you may have heard the word paraclete. Have you heard that? No? Maybe? Paraclete. In John, John describes the, the Holy Spirit coming alongside you as a paraclete. And that means a broad range of meanings like to comfort, to encourage, to guide. And that's what the Holy Spirit does is to encourage believers to edify us, to give us comfort in time of need. And I think that's what being in the Spirit means. To encourage others in Christ to help others in need, in Christ. So as Paul ends this letter, I want us to encourage us to live in God's Spirit. By praying for everyone at all times. Being committed to them in the Spirit. And being alert and sensitive to the Holy Spirit's guidance. And Paul ends this letter by saying grace and peace. And that's how we he actually began this letter, grace and peace.
So as we close this letter, that's what I want to say. Grace and peace. May, may the grace of God be with us at all times. And may the peace of God fill us with whatever we do at all times. May God's grace and peace guide us this week. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you for this beautiful letter. Thank you for allowing Paul in prison, in chains, to write this letter to now share your word with us 2,000 years later here in Kobe, Japan and all over the world. Father God, may we never take it for granted that you are here. Teach us how to talk to you and hear you better every day. Teach us how to be better communicators with each other, but also with you. So that we may share the gospel boldly to those who need it. But as we do so, may we always be people of your spirit. People of encouragement, people of comfort. And that your gospel may bring this comfort and encouragement to those around us. May our lives be filled with your grace and peace. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.